Wait a minute. What just... What just happened? I pressed the regular button. Jim? Jim. Oh! It's a Halloween episode! A spooktacular, if you will. For all those goblins and ghoulish coffins. A blood-curdling episode number 53. It's going to be gruesome. It's going to be frightastic. It's going to feel like a morbid tomb. <laughs> the occult. Eye of Newt. Toe of Frog. <laughs> Are we just saying Halloween words now? Because I'm all in for that. Yeah, man. Tis the season. This is the second biggest holiday of our country. Isn't that kind of crazy? Very. We spend a lot of money on uh, on Halloween. I didn't even know that they started it um, in Ireland. Oh, really? In Scotland, they brought it over. Really, I was looking at this, man. It blew up in America after the famine. People <laughs> left Ireland. They're like, grab your costumes, get the sheets. We're leaving. We're going to a new land. <laughs> We do like to take other people's holidays and just turn them into a party every chance we get, don't we? St. Patty's Day, Cinco de Mayo, Halloween. Oh, yeah. We just turn everything into a big hullabaloo. Halloween. That's how my mom says it. Do you say Halloween or Halloween? I say Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, but now that I know that, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, no way. It's Halloween, right? No, it's Halloween. Is it? Your mom says Halloween? Yes. She's right, though. I don't know that she is. Well, maybe. Well, it is All Hallows. Right, All Hallows all. Eve. Yeah. Hmm. But it is something that is celebrated by over 170 million people. I'm a they, big fan of the celebration. They to dress up. I saw this quote about Halloween. Stephen King said, we make up horrors to help us cope with the real ones. Ooh. That's nice from the guy who made up all those horrors that tormented me as a child. No, this is the, the other Stephen King. This oh, okay. is the racist from Iowa. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, no it, was, it was the real Stephen King. <laughs> it would be hilarious, though. Strangely, also a big Halloween fan. Yeah, man, we got not only we have a big hand, our people in um, Halloween, because not only did the Irish bring it over here, but Illinois produces the most pumpkins. Do we really? Yeah, what a dumb fruit that is. If we could be honest, it fits. Illinois is pretty yeah. boring, <laughs> and of course, we're known for pumpkins. Just lazy, fat ass. It's a fruit too. It really, it looks like just a giant bell pepper gone wrong. Like an orange pepper, just massive. It's not accepted by the fruit or vegetable community. I think really. it's technically a fruit because of the seeds. Yes. I had this debate yesterday. Uh, I, I believe it is technically a fruit because of the seeds. Is that correct? It is. Have you have you done some research on All Hallows Eve? But it doesn't taste like a fruit. No. Oh, I, did, I, I prepared some trivia, man. Really? Yeah, I'm leaning into this episode. Uh-oh. I'm excited. Have you been getting into the Halloween spirit overall? Oh, yeah. We're, it's here. We watched Hubie. Halloween the other night. I loved it. What'd you think? I thought it was great. I'm like, I never watch any movies. Adam Sandler retread, I'm in. I watch it with, uh, with the kids, and you know, I'm laughing at stuff that they're like, what? Why is that funny? <laughs> it's like, you just don't, you know. Sandler's humor is incredible. I mean, it's just so. Yeah. It's like high school. It's never really. <laughs> it's never changed. Evolved. Not at all. It's. It was like a, a mashup of all his movies, though. They had so many references in there. They did. To ben think Stiller. That, 
first of all, Julie Bowen was never attainable for an Adam Sandler. And now it's just more so, you know, in this role. It's just like, oh, she's just been waiting on him for 20 years? That's cool. <laughs> because she got sick of Kevin James? This is all very believable. Yeah, it was It was like had such a recipe of uh, like an 80s, early 90s movie. It really did. But I loved it. I loved the cameos. Who were your favorites? Uh, Buscemi. Love me some Buscemi. And then I didn't even like realize, I was like, what is his connection? It's... It but goes it's back pretty, ways. Yeah. Uh, I just learned they've done 13 movies together. That's crazy. They uh, they met on the, the set of Airheads. They became friends. And uh, can you think of any other Sandler vehicles that Buscemi has been a part of? Well, the assassin, you know, the list, the lipstick. Billy Madison. Crossing people off. Boy, am I glad I called that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic. You think? I think that's who it is who grew up to be the. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe not. A guy in the uh, the old the old funny farm, um, with friend of the program Rob Schneider. Oh yeah, Rob Schneider was in it. Comes up quite a bit. He's got a great scene with him, right? He really does with Buscemi. He's great in those. I mean, there's no denying that. Like you know, Waterboy, um, uh, Big Daddy. Like Schneider is great in those movies. Yeah, he's good. Keep him out of my green room. Right. That's <laughs> all I need. Did you ever see? Um, the Halloween? Halloween? I have seen the original Mike Halloween. Myers. I know he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, um, they made in like 21 days. Really? I was checking that out. You know the mask in Halloween? I who do. that was? No. Which actor do you think it was? The uh, Trying to phrase this as a trivia question, but that the mask that he wears as Mike Myers is spray-painted white of an actor who was um, in a major TV show, sci-fi, at that time. And the guy's kind of iconic now himself. He's in everything. Really? P- pitch man. He's on every show. And this was around 19, late 70s? Yeah. I'm not going to get this, Pat. And he was on a sci-fi show from the late 70s. Captain Kirk. I was gonna, Shatner honestly would have been my first guess. I was, I was heading there. I really was because I was like, it's too early. To Mike Myers' mask is a William Shatner mask. Wow. Star Trek mask. I had no idea. Captain Kirk. And they, so they spray painted it white and just cut the eyes a little bit wider. Oh, man. And, uh... That's that's how they came up with him. That's incredible. Yeah, and John Carpenter, who made that movie, mm-hmm. kind of trashes the movie. Like Does he really? He quotes like it's so like sensation, just like a ridiculous, you know, not like simple his, thing, crass, you know. Not his opus. He did the score of that movie. I mean, he wrote that uh, that song we opened with today. That makes the movie. Play that song at home <laughs> to the kids. Get a good scare. I just scared my daughter this morning, and we've been doing that to each other. We were watching uh, on YouTube. You can watch, like, uh, just short clips of people scaring people That's awesome. at home. That's the best <laughs> the thing kids love YouTube. it. <laughs> Last couple of nights, Elliot's like, can we watch the people getting scared? <laughs> Someone told me the other day, like, they just, they just watch videos of, like, people yelling at each other in the streets. Like, just, just you can find anything on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I'm using it for tutorials, and people are just like, how, how shitty is humanity? <laughs> What's the worst thing I can find? It's all there. Yeah, we watched that. We watched Ghostbusters last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's classic. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen that in a very long time. No? No, it's been way too long. Oh, that's I'm a great one. I'm familiar with the plot. I, like, I recognize it all. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, the Slimer, Egon. Those are the big three. I had a lot of Acto Cooler as a kid, but I, didn't, I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a long time. I remember seeing that movie, and I never liked Harold Ramis. I was, I was like, this guy's dork. Like, <laughs> I can't stand this character. The Egon. Like, right? And then you find out like, he wrote it. 
He right. wrote Stripes, National Lampoon's Vacation, like Caddyshack. When you get older, mm-hmm. you start to realize, like, wow, that's that guy had more to do with all that stuff than. But you're still like that nerd, <laughs> right? Wrote all of those movies. Yeah, when they wrote that too, they wanted Belushi to be Bill Murray. Oh, and then um, you know John Belushi died, so they modeled that uh, Slimer after Belushi. Shut up. That's that's a <laughs> tribute to Bel- to John Belushi, the slime ghost. That's amazing. When he's stuffing his face like in the hotel. It's like they juxtapose that to like the Animal House scene where he's stuffing his face. <laughs> I had no idea. That's a, a little Easter homage, egg. Little shout out. Do you like? Do you watch the pop up video version of these movies? Do you watch the director's cut after? Like, or do you just like well, look stuff up? I mean, that's I was been just, around forever. I was sure. just looking it up, uh, you know, to hit you with some trivia. But also, they have like a how it was made. Okay. Uh, they did one on Ghostbusters. It's on Netflix. It's great. Like the movies that made us, and they do like a background. Because um, they wanted Eddie Murphy to be in that movie. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, Which it's kind of got like a cool backstory. John Candy was going to be Rick Moranis. Oh, man. But he wanted to play the role completely differently, wanted to be more of a star, and then they they kind of held tight on what they wanted the character to be. That is such a good character. Absolutely. Rick Moranis, he always pops out when she's coming, whenever she comes home. He's always like, oh, hey. My buddy had a guy that lived in his building, and he was like, oh, my God, he's Lewis Tully. <laughs> Every time I come home, he just he pops it's out. Right What's going there. on tonight? You guys going? Where were you? you guys rolling the McGee's? What's up tonight? I feel like I know which friend that is from The Voice. <laughs> is that gentleman? No, no, it's my buddy Tony. Oh, okay. And he had a Lewis Tully in his building. And he would oftentimes show up with this buddy. And it's like, how, wait, how's this guy here again? He's like, dude, I can't even. Can't shake him. Can't leave the building. My Mar- that's why Moranis just got punched in the face. Rick Moranis has a really cool story. He was in a ton of stuff. Yep. Right? And then he took a really, uh, he stepped out of it all because his wife died. Absolutely. Pretty incredible dude, like. Gave it all up to raise his kids, mm-hmm. but he was in all that stuff. I mean, and he had other projects on the table. Like, he was somehow one of the leading actors of the day. When I saw that, he's like, I want to spend time with the kids. I can't travel. I was like, why don't you just shrink them, and <laughs> it'll be easy to travel. Come you on. can just put them in your... Oh, that's good. <laughs> Did they milk that enough, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise? They're How still making there? those. Are they? Now they're doing a reboot. He's coming back. He's coming out of retirement. I saw that. And it's called Shrunk because, you know, it's like everyone's got to be, everything's uh-huh. got to be distilled. To sure. Can't <laughs> be the same. Can't be honey. <laughs> it's Shrunk. That's all you need to tell people. Yeah. Rick Moranis and Shrunk. That's it. So that's coming out at some point. But he was, um, he was great in that, in Ghostbusters. He was. He just got punched in the face. Did you see that whole thing? I did. Why? Do we know why someone punched him in the face? They're tired of hearing about that story of him quitting acting. <laughs> I think it's because of um, he didn't make a second strange brew. <laughs> well, can't blame a guy for that. That was a classic. Was yeah, a he just got jacked in the face just walking down the street in Central New York Park. City. Mm-hmm. Right? A guy in an I Love New York hoodie with a backpack over his shoulders just punched him with a closed fist. That's the most New York thing. <laughs> Who punched you in the face? A guy with an I Love New York hoodie. Uh, How do you punch Rick Moranis? Uh, no idea. Doesn't he have glasses? I would think That's so. That's what he was known for. That's absolutely. And he's not a big guy. Not at all. 
Oh man, that's too bad. Well, I hope he uh I hope he's all right. I hope so too. He was um little shop of horrors, space balls. Love like like a I like me some Rick Moranis. And he then, was in SCTV back in the yeah. day. Yeah. And that was like a I saw they're making a documentary about that. Oh, they were, it's about time. Scorsese. Oh, really? And it's like Rick Moranis, Joe Flaherty, Eugene Levy, Levy. Catherine O'Hara. That's a great crew. John Candy was part of that cast. Yes, he was. He gone. He gone. Joe Flaherty, he was great in, uh, no, it wasn't Billy Madison. It was the other one. Happy Gilmore, right? He was the guy. Who's Jackass. Oh, really? You know, oh, yeah, that was Joe Flaherty. Up. Yeah, he had a... Uh, uh, you are not going to make career. this pot, you jackass. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that he was part of SCTV. Yeah, they had a great lineup. They're still they're still humming. Levy, just generational talent in that family now. There was a great uh, sketch that my sister and I loved from SCTV, the Ricardo Montalban School of Fine <laughs> Acting. <laughs> yes. Did I ever send you that? Uh, yes, it's fantastic. Uh, you mean Jess? <laughs> Jess. 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 <laughs> Check that out if you... Uh, you have the time during this Halloween festivities. I can't remember any specific sketches from SCTV that I enjoyed, but I, I remember like it coming on and me finding it like in the late 80s. And I was just like, does anyone know about this? Oh, yeah. So like, funny. I was just like, all these, that's John Candy. That's, I didn't know his name, but that guy who was in everything. Like, does anyone, like, there's no internet or anything yet. And just like, come here. They were on TV in Canada. They were huge. I mean, the people, the amount of talent on that. I also read that Rick Moranis played a video jockey, like a VJ, a VJ, before MTV was born. So they were making a joke that this was going to be a job. Really? Before it was a job. Ah. And like uh, Martin Short has like credited Rick Moranis for be- being the true first. Interesting. VJ. Wasn't, wasn't downtown Julie Brown. Take that, downtown JB. <laughs> Who else? Who are some other great VJs? Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. Was he an original? Or is he the news, MTV News? No, he was the, the, the VJ. That was that Chris dude. I uh, was the news. Remember MTV News would come out? It was like the yeah. spinning. And you heard it first. And it was actually factual. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. It, like, I mean, that's how I found out Tupac was shot. No. I mean, like, I mean, it was a big time in the 80s. I'm serious. It was, yeah. it was a lot. Um, what was that dude's name? Because now he does, like, all the Sports Center Make-A-Wish stuff. Chris something. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I do know what you're talking about. I can't. Chris Connolly? It is Chris Connolly. Yeah, I remember that guy. Great call. Yeah, now he's on Sports Center. That's a good career. Who were the other, who was the Allen guy who was a DJ? I forget, DJ. but I'd, MTV was some great t- television back then. Then VH1 was for like the squares. <laughs> right? For the Harold Ramises in your <laughs> life. Just let them watch the. Your parents come home, you're like, you better switch it to VH1. Put on some jewel. They're going to get pissed about Madonna (laughs) being in a bra. So switch it to VH1 because Stevie Nicks is. At least she's older. They're more comfortable (laughs) with it. She's just wearing like a see-through nightgown. (laughs) I'm like, I like this. (laughs) Dude, when Madonna came out, that was spinning heads. Absolutely. I mean, that was like definitely a, I mean, Papa Don't Preach kind of captured it all, right? I remember it was like the uh, generational shift. Yeah, I remember her and Mike Myers doing that uh, SNL sketch. Uh, not the Halloween guy, the other one. <laughs> Bring it full circle. Um, do you remember that they did like a yeah. black and white sketch on SNL where she was trying to seduce him? It was like when her book came out. 
Oh, kind of. And I was like 12 or 13, and I was like, what is going on here? This is like the Justify My Love era? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I would guess so. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was not what the, the songs that, or the music that was coming out when our parents were, you know. And now it's all so tame. In compa- like, it's just, I think it's what you're comfortable with, right? But, I mean, it all just feels so tame by comparison. Tame now? No, like, I think whatever it used to be, I don't know how to say oh, this. Oh, right, right, right. Like, like looking back, what were we getting bent out of shape about? And you're it's like, like you this thought that was, yeah, yeah, that was edgy. And that was, you know, and some of it was for sure. But I mean, like the Prince stuff that people wouldn't be able to listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like not that. Like, uh, I couldn't watch The Simpsons because Bart said, "Don't have a cow," and that was disrespecting your parents. <laughs> and now you watch like early Simpsons, and you're like, "Have you never seen a cartoon that came out after this?" It's so it's not bad at all. You know? Yeah. Oh, I hear you, man. I uh, I've gotten some Halloween viewing myself. I uh, I started I started watching like a, a horror series on Netflix, which not a good move, by the way. I didn't realize it was about ten hours long. I think I've seen the ad for this, but I haven't. Is it called The Haunting? Or? The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, how is that? Is it scary? It's good, but it's too long, in my opinion. Like I didn't realize it was going to be a nine, ten episode series. But I mean, anytime you're leading off with British kids in a mansion, I know I'm going to be scared. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the, like, say no more, you know? Are there they always got to incorporate kids, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the most spooky thing to see. Um, I don't know. The horror genre, I, I don't know, if, like, if you were to ask me, do I like horror movies? Probably not really. It's just never. But then there's some great suspenseful. Yeah. Psycho, yeah. Exorcist. Like, that's that's not the gore. Like, are you into those? Are you into, like... Um... Some of them. Like, Saw was probably... The, the two movies that were the scariest that I remember seeing as an adult were Saw, which I recall being, like, 25, <laughs> home alone. It's, like, 1 a.m. I have to go to the bathroom. So I'd, like, walk with my back along the wall the whole <laughs> way to the bathroom. Like, I couldn't... Which one was Saw? Is it the one that came out of the TV? Or no, that was... Uh... No, Saw was the one where a guy would just, like, kidnap people. And it's like, hey, you've got to rip your arm off to live. Or... You know, different. Oh, really? Yeah, like put them in a room and 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 videotape them. And you ever see Hostel? No, I've not. Is it good? That's kind of freaky. Yeah. Yeah, that's more real. You know. Yeah, I can see that. And Saw is like that. Like it's like no, you Saw's see not it. more real. Saw's just Saw's gore, and the first one got me. It was terrifying, and after that, I've just never watched any of the other ones. The one that was the most realistic that got me was The Strangers. Have you ever seen that? Ooh, I thought you were gonna say Child's Play. No, no, very. The one that was most realistic. Bride of Chucky, certainly. The <laughs> Leprechaun Goes to Space is the most realistic <laughs> to me of all. Like, were you in a those? Like, Child's Play scared the shit out of me as a kid, absolutely. But I, <laughs> Nightmare I on Elm Street. Gone, oh, yeah, I love Nightmare on Elm Street as a kid, too. Oh, yeah. Did you? I mean, yeah, but it was like, it's ridiculous. But I was freaked out in that stuff, too. I remember, like, my sister watching Friday the 13th, and I was in the room because I, like, I had a, a crush on her friend. <laughs> But I, I was like, probably nine. Uh-huh. I, w- I would put sunglasses on, and <laughs> I just had my eyes closed. <laughs> so I was sitting there like I was watching the movie, like facing the TV. Uh-huh. But it just had shades on in a dark room at night, <laughs> just because I was like, I got to be in this room. Right. This girl's in here, and I. But I'm scared of this movie. But I don't want her to know that I'm scared of this movie. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. And my sister's, like, calling me out, too. Like, why do you have sunglasses on, you nerd? Like, you're not watching this, are you? Why are you in here? You're scared of this. Because 
any other time, I would never be in that of room. Of course. But her friend was there, so yeah. she's going to call you out and make it worse. I think that was why they were watching the movie, so I wouldn't come in there. <laughs> they probably so like, just put it on. It was like background music uh-huh. for them to, you know, talk about their tree torns and Duran Duran. <laughs> and they interrupt. What was the age difference? Um, so that's my sister, Beth. She's four years older. Okay. Yeah. And so what you don't know at nine years old is you subjected yourself to that for zero reason. <laughs> So her 13-year-old friend was not like, hey, who's this cool child? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, right? Yeah, she's just like, I was not on her radar. She was like, call me once you learn long division. (laughs) I don't even know what that is yet. Um, Those movies, the ones that were just about, you know, body count, how many people were... That's a question, by the way, I was going to ask you because I saw that in Halloween. Halloween, Mike Myers, the okay. original. What's his body count? Oof. I wouldn't even have a good guess at that. I'll tell you what, man. Just think about the house you're in right now. This is what I thought when I, when I read the, the, the answer. 10,210. Five people and a dog. Oh, really? So my family mm-hmm. and Ralphie. Oh, my that's, gosh. <laughs> that's nice to think about. That's the erasure. <laughs> Wow. That's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. Like for a Halloween movie? What were you going to guess? I was going to guess 12. Really? I would have thought it was higher. Uh, just not having seen it lately. Yeah, it's got to be like how what, almost like they know what we could tolerate. Yeah. Like 12, that's a bit much. Okay. But five, now, that's not it's not too bad. It's not too obscene. Like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What do you think? I've never seen it, but what do you think? That seems like one of those gore fests, right? I never saw that. But That's I think that there's, right I think there's a, something to be said about that. I think there's a fact that that um, that he like only one person is actually killed by a chainsaw in the movie. Oh, okay. But it, it's called The Massacre. I don't know. That's a movie I don't need to see a trailer to know that I'm not going to like. Yeah. You see the name Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm out. Right, but there are some scary movies that are done well. They're more like movies. And then there's like the Halloween theme movies. We're trying to think of ones to watch. Beetlejuice, I don't know. That's I've never really one. seen that. Love Michael Keaton, by the way. Mm-hmm. Love that dude, but I've never really uh, I've seen Beetlejuice, but I've never really gotten into it. I liked it. it was one of, I mean, Is that Tim Burton? That has like a Tim Burton feel. It does. I believe it is the first Tim Burton. I just found out today that, uh, do you know Michael Keaton? You may have known this already. Uh, Michael Keaton started off doing stand-up. Yes. I didn't know that. He's in that new uh, Comedy Store documentary that I have never seen. Oh, is he in it? Someone was talking about that today. They had no idea. I did know that he was a stand-up. Yeah, he started out there with them back uh, in that era. All right, so... Funny, um, too. And I thought someone had uh, quoted his bit. Like, I think there's a, a Letterman interview with Michael Keaton, and they, they go back to knowing each other from stand-up. And I'm going to keep talking, but I'm not going towards a bit. I can't remember <laughs> what it is. But it was like, oh, that's funny. Like, he had, he kind of was making fun of... He's like, I wasn't... You know, I, I didn't have, you know, I was doing a bit about... But it was it was funny. Tim Burton did Beetlejuice. It was his. He directed it. And uh, you see pictures of him now. He looks like Beetlejuice. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. Jesus. Does he really? You've seen this guy? Just like without the oh, face yeah. paint, just the hair everywhere. He's doing cosplay as one of his own characters. He's an odd dude. I believe it. I mean, in the best way. He's, uh, he's an artist. Do you think his characters are based off of him? Because he kind of looks like Edward Scissorhands, too. He does. He looks like a sci-fi 
He looks like he directed himself. Have you seen? He does look like he directed himself. Have you seen uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I haven't either. There's a big debate on that. Is that a Halloween or a Christmas movie? I, I would guess Halloween. But it's Christmas themed, right? right? But it's technically, I would think it's Halloween based on our uneducated opinion. Is two people have never watched it. We say Halloween. I've never seen Hocus Pocus, and that that was up there. I saw on like the, all these lists yeah. is one of the best. How did I miss that one? It's like women in my age group, like yeah. women thirty to forties, our age group. I would say I uh, love Hocus Pocus. Bette Midler, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah. Some is that the one with the cool kid who just moved to town? Who else is in that? Oh, I've seen it. I don't know that the rest of them were uh, were famous at the time. Yeah, I never saw that one. So, um, hang on one second. Yeah, the two big names are Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler. Bette Midler is one of the uh, one of the witches. Weatches. And uh, that was a role originally offered to Rosie O'Donnell, who turned it down. Really? I went to Bette Midler. Why did Rosie turn it down? She didn't want to be a scary witch. Oh, that was against her. She wanted to... Well, according to our president, she is. She wanted. <laughs> Remember when Rosie had those things that she'd fling out into the audience, like the, they were like um, slingshot, plastic, like during her during show? her show or on stand. Okay, I was. Her show blew up. By the way, yeah. it was like the biggest talk show. Yeah. And then fizzled so quickly, right? Wasn't it like an Oprah replacement? It was in the studio and everything. The sec that was when she tried to come back, but she had a hit show before that. No, oh, you're right. Yeah, they did try to fill her in with Oprah when they, uh, yeah. Dude, I was trying to get the warm-up gig for that. Really? When they were shooting that hair. John DeCoste did it. Yeah, that's Rocky right. Rocky Laporte had Rocky it. Rocky and John had it, yeah. Yeah, I tried to uh, to get that. I heard it was a terrible gig. Like, when you're doing warm-up for oh, a show, a live show, they would, so it'd be like a countdown and... You know, John was telling me it'd like be ten minutes, and all of a sudden it'd go up to twenty, and then yeah. it'd go down to five. Like, or it'd be like constant. thirty seconds, and then you're like getting ready to close it out, and then five minutes is added because someone's not ready, and boom. She was on a. I remember first seeing Rosie O'Donnell on a Fox sitcom when I was a kid. That I feel like was about her getting out of prison. Okay. Do you remember this at all? A little bit, yeah, I kind of can, can picture that. I remember her first from, like, a spotlight comedy. I think she hosted a showcase of stand-ups, and it was, like, her with a flashlight in, like, the intro. That's kind of where I first remember okay. her. She hosted it. Oh. Um, Stand by your man. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> that I remember in a league of their own. I'm going to be honest. But I, she was a stand-up. She was a stand-up. And I knew that. I was just kind of too young to really be into it. But I don't know how I do remember this show because it aired on Fox. Stand By Your Man is an American sitcom that aired on Fox from April 5th, 1992 to May 17th, 1992. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. But they, they reached Jim Flanagan. I mean, I was the one kid who was like, it's over? <laughs> they left an impression on you. All eight episodes are gone? I hope this goes into syndication. Something must have happened. In your life, around that time, in, <laughs> that you remember that. It was like one of my favorite sitcoms. I remember that. It was one of your favorite sitcoms. It was on for two episodes. It was eight episodes, Pat. I was standing by my show. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I was standing by my Rosie. She's had an interesting career. That she has. All right, so I was looking on this uh, site for the top candies. We've talked about Halloween candy maybe on this podcast before but i was um looking at this list for the top 10 
Halloween candies. I also have the the top worst, the ten worst candies. Why don't you give me your worst? My worst. And I'll see if any of your worst is is part of the worst Halloween candies ever, because there is some bullshit given out on those days. How many of my worst do you want? Um, You want my worst, right? Not my guesses of what's on the list. Just start naming them. Your worst, and I'll see if they're on here. My worst are uh, clearly those orange and black candies. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's a hair that's on the list. Yeah. You know what those are called? Because I always have hated them, but I never got to even know, know the name. No. Which is probably on me. Yeah, it could be. You know? No, I mean, there's a name for them. <laughs> They're just an orange and black bag. They're called peanut butter kisses. Ooh, which sounds it's disgusting. It sounds like something I would like. Yeah, but it sounds creepy, too. Like Fair, but I, like if it was a Hershey's Kiss with peanut butter in it, all ears. You know what I mean? He gives me peanut butter kisses. Okay, I don't like that at like all. Like, what that means, you have peanut butter breath. <laughs> You're correct. Or you have peanut butter on your lips. Ugh. All right, that's fair. Peanut butter kisses. Which which would you hate more, though? Were they the same? I don't know. If they were orange or black? I feel like very young, we all learned to just throw those in the garbage. Like, I don't, I don't remember ever tasting one. Yeah. It's like Necco wafers. I remember I don't throwing remember them at people. Them. I believe that. Being pissed off when yeah. you, you separate them. The wax paper, the oh, they're like rock hard. That was always like, you know, if my mom or dad was like, can I have some of your candy? I'd be like, sure. And I'd go grab them like those. <laughs> and like a smarty. <laughs> like, here's all the almond joys. <laughs> do you know why the Halloween colors are black and orange? I do not. Why what, are what they? What do they represent? Um, those two candies, peanut butter kisses. Yes, that's <laughs> great. They brought those over from Ireland, which would make sense that those things are 180 years old. <laughs> These two colors make the most sense. Don't overthink it. I bet you can get it. Um, because of pumpkins and black cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's fall and death. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, that's. Yeah, orange is a very autumn color. That's you, what I was you guessing. Were specific, pumpkins. but you were right. I was guessing pumpkins. Black cats represent death, mm-hmm. and pumpkins are orange. At one point, they were shelters were not allowing people to adopt black cats. Really? Around Halloween? Oh, because they thought they would just like use them for something, <laughs> and then all right, <laughs> see ya. There was an uptick in Ugh. years past. Someone woke up. <laughs> there was a whistleblower. Glad they got. I'm glad they stopped that then. All right, so you just named another one that's on the top ten. Um, I was going to guess. But not Almond Joy. Necco Wafers was one of them I was going to guess for the worst. And then the other one I was going to. Uh, Is what this one of your worst? Necco Wafers? My I heard there was a rumor, maybe urban legend, that Necco Wafers worked in uh, toll booths. Do you remember? <laughs> did you ever hear that? <laughs> no. Like I had a neighbor that was like, dude, my dad just put, he uses Necco Wafers. Like it's 40, when they were 40 cents. He's like, they think they're two quarters. And I've always wanted to try it, but then I was like, I'll get arrested. Just throwing them in there, like, keep Busted. the change. Remember the basket? The yeah. 40? Dude, all I wanted to do as a kid was throw that change. Oh, my God. My dad had a, um, had like almost like a cross, like a oh, yeah? left. Okay. He'd left, grab it from a, the center console just, and then yeah, go? center, just a, a cross. Yes. Okay. And then I had, I developed like a finger roll. Yeah. Where I would. Put it out there. Yeah, I was. Uh, Do you ever miss? Oh yeah, that's oh. embarrassing. You just get more money out, right? Always the dime. You just drive through. You just run <laughs> through the barrier. You would just smoke I, it and abandon them. I remember my buddy, like you know, just taking fists of <laughs> pennies. pennies until it got to forty. Just throwing. Probably oftentimes gave him forty 
seven, it's well three, over four. He was not. He was pretty well, over budget for sure, but <laughs> it was efficient and got rid of the pennies for sure. I miss those baskets. Can you? Do they still have them? Got to have them some places here, right? Yeah, I think. Oh, maybe they do. Maybe it's just because I got the iPass. Yeah, there's no need. I used to sometimes ever give it to your buddy in shotgun. They had to shoot it over from the from the <laughs> other side. <laughs> no, that's a great move. We used to play that. Uh, but you had to have, you had to have backup change in your hand for the miss. Cause oh, for sure. That was a lot of times no chance going yeah. in. No, you're you're throwing money away literally at that point. I mean, can you imagine if you worked in the toll booth? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you were paid fairly well. It's a government job, but then you must go out there every night, sweep up a little bit. You so they are like they can't. You go out there in that suit that has no pockets in it. You can bring nothing out there that you can't hold in your hands. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they, they like, wand them down and everything. They take a metal detector to them. Well, you got some toll booth knowledge oh, here. Well, I, uh, I remember inquiring about it because they got paid very well. And We can bring Adam Sandler into this, too. I'm coming out of the booth. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, How'd you know all this? I don't know. Maybe it's like when you're 17 and, you know, college isn't on the table. You start looking at other careers you've heard pay well. <laughs> like, what happens to those toll booth workers? But, yeah, they uh, they have to, like, yeah, they, they are rigorously uh, uh, swabbed and made sure that they don't have oh, – that's not swabbing. They have, they're, it's made sure that they're not taking change home. Yeah. Because it's happened. There was, like, there was a couple scandals here in Illinois where someone – No. I know. In Illinois? I home know. of the pumpkins? <laughs> How could they do that? Unbelievable, right? All right, you want to take another shot? You got Nucko Wafers is on here. Yeah, but I want to, I mean, and these Smarties, are just, I think said. these are the worst Smarties. Smarties yeah. I liked at some point, and I see my kids like them now, and that is really one you wake up to. Yeah. But you kind of like when you're a kid because it's just straight sugar, you know? But it, they are disgusting. Yeah, they're, like they're tartness. Chalk. Yeah, it's like tart But chalk. I could take tart. Like, I like sweet tarts. Yeah. I used to love sweet tarts. Sprees. Sprees were like crack. Sprees were amazing. They were crack sweethearts. They were like that whole sweethearts row. was the gateway into sprees. Yeah, I used to love getting those. Wrote like I would break them open in my pocket in yeah. school and put them in like just. I felt like I was smoking a cigarette <laughs> in the back of class. I was so nervous because I would pop a, uh-huh. a sweetheart and I would be like, "Fuck! I better not get caught. <laughs> I do out? not want jug. I don't want to be what's jug." You know, detention. They call it jug. Yeah. Okay. What's what's that stand for? Judgment under God. Oh God! You never heard of jug? No, I went to public school, so we didn't have. It was just detention. Oh, that's what they called Are it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, it didn't you would have to hold a book? You'd stand there and have to hold a book for. Uh, it was. You would either get thirty minute jug or sixty minute jug. You have to stand the whole and thirty time minute. The first thirty minutes, you stand with a book. And then the next 30 minutes, I think you um, sit down maybe with the book or you can put the book down. I forget what it was, but the first 30 was the most grueling. So if, even if you got 30 minutes, it was brutal. Yeah. And then you could potentially get a 60 minute too. Is it, what, is it the good book? What book um, any textbook, I think. Wow. Yeah, it probably so used like to hold be the it Bible, up? but then they probably... Yeah, I must have relented on that through the years. Like, let <laughs> him. If the, he's got a science test tomorrow. <laughs> if kids... Has no shot. This is the only time he's going to study. Oh, you got to stand there and study, though, holding the book. You got to uh, open thanks. it. Yeah, yeah, you could uh, you could use a textbook. Judgment under God. That is so much worse than detention. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get it often, but you could, you know, you get it for being late. or Occasional get it. jug. But eating in class was 
high risk. Big some jugs. teachers would just let you slide. Yeah. But there were some people that were sticklers, you know? Understandable. But that was the move to put the sprees or uh, sweet tarts in there. We had jug too, but it was uh, it was judgment under a gym teacher. We just had like a, <laughs> a PE teacher running detention most of the time. Just in a jumpsuit. Didn't really care. Yeah, whistle still on. What was the environment out there? Were you just pretty reckless? How so? Like were you were there kids getting detentions a lot? Yeah, you guys have fights a lot. Lots of detentions. Lots. Of, I got a few detentions in my day. For what? More for like being late. And yeah. Uh, mouthing off. I got I got a couple for altercations. Mouthing off. Yeah. What did you say? A mouthy kid. Um, I don't know. Probably something hilarious. But I was. Uh, I don't did remember. Did you find out who the father is? <laughs> 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 no, I. Uh, I don't know. I had a few, but yeah, there were a lot. There were a lot of detentions. Yeah, we had. Again, like it, I think it was so different at a Catholic school. I mean, we had kids like getting arrested. Man, were they cool? Like cops coming in. Not in school, but like you'd find out that like so and so got arrested. Oh, yeah. oh, man, that guy's awesome. Because we just thought everyone went to prison once you got arrested. We didn't realize it was a holding cell in Carroll Stream, you know? We had one controversy. I remember that there was, like, um, I don't know if it was Johnny B, Man Cow. Maybe it was Man Cow. Man Cow was having, like, the, you call in and, like, rant. Uh-huh. And one of the kids, he was a senior, and he called in to rant about one of the teachers at Marist and was, like, you know, I'm calling about so-and-so. I'm going to kick his I'm gonna, like, Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy's not going to do anything. I mean, we all knew the guy. And um, it was, like, huge, huge issue. Like, this kid was going to get kicked out of school and just completely. There's got to be, like, someone's parent listening who's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's the only way they find out, right? Or, like, the principal's in his office listening to Johnny B. And he never said who he was on the show, but they still, like, were able to. I don't know how they cracked it. Because the kid, like, (laughs) must have admitted it. I, um, yeah, we had, I think, like, the biggest one I remember um, was someone trying to like explode a toilet upstairs, like in our, our second floor <laughs> at the school with, the, you know, trying to like put some sort of fireworks in there. It's always like kids that had brilliant ideas <laughs> that could like put stuff together. You're like, if you could channel this energy, you are highly creative. Yeah. And also maybe put the explosive somewhere that doesn't have water in it. I feel like that always oh, ruins yeah. the value of an explosion. Okay, so the are we back? Are we still on the candies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that the worst ones are. I think candy corn is going to be on that list, but I do not agree. You like candy corn? I'm a, I know it's. You like dumb. chicken feed? That's what it was originally <laughs> called. Really? Yeah, I, I saw some stuff on candy corn. I am disgusted by candy corn. I know most people are, and I get it, but I'm uh, yeah, young Jimmy Flanagan. The sweeter the corn, the better. All right, candy corn, t- then sweet corn, then regular corn. Describe the candy corn from base, middle to top. What are the colors? Yellow, orange, white. You are correct. Sorry. Yellow, orange, and white. It's the first trivia question <laughs> I've ever gotten right. You love you like the candy corn? Not that much, but you know why? Because yesterday someone sent me a meme of a candy corn dressed up as our president, like oh, just really? just drawn on. <laughs> so I remember the colors very specifically because they just like made it his hair and then put a tie on in the middle. Well, yeah, nice that's what you just described them. Yellow, orange, and white. Correct. What about um, black licorice? Not a fan. You? No. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, and the worst ones. I, I So Necco Wafers wasn't on there, huh? No, it was on oh, there. Oh, it was? So okay. Yeah, yeah. So wait, we've got Necco Wafers, Smarties, um, the black and orange candies, can, or peanut butter kisses, sorry. But what do you hate? Candy corn. Mine? If I had to go with my top four of worst candies, my, my bottom four. We did a we did a Mount Rushmore of our favorite SNL characters. Yeah. 
uh, where I grew up, we had a uh, we had one of those landfills that you could walk on. We called it Mount Trashmore. <laughs> I feel like we should do like if I'm doing my bottom four, my Mount Trashmore of Halloween candies <laughs> would be peanut butter kisses, almond joy. <laughs> this is like peanut butter kisses just sticks it's in my worst. head as like a song that that <laughs> some guy wrote in the fifties and it just didn't take off. Peanut butter <laughs> kisses on your wedding day, like something ridiculous. Um, I'm going whoppers. Really hate me some whoppers. I can get that, but I, that's not on here. I understand that. But that's you. That's, that's something you don't me. like. me. And wax lips. You don't like a malted taste. <laughs> I do not like a malted. Wax lips oh, are not oh. on here, but wax cola is. Okay. So same, I would, same deal, right? Yeah, I would think that's pretty similar. I never was into the wax candy. No? no. I would, like, the the if it was, like, the little fruit juice in there, I'd get down with that a little on occasion. Liquid sugar going into your face. <laughs> I never liked anything with wax, really. I get that. So they um, had, what about those little like uh, UFOs with the? They look like the. They look like the styrofoam. inside of um. Yeah, they look like the inside of that Dyson. Oh right, you right. kids have I like a fake those. Dyson. Weren't they like styrofoam almost? It yeah. would like melt in your. Those mm-hmm. were awful. And then they had like little little beads in there. What were those called? I don't know what those are called, but they're not on here. But I do I do hate them. Circus peanuts, I can oh, agree with. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are disgusting. That they are. I get that. Okay. People do give those out. That's the thing. How do these people still give this crap out? Oh, that's Mary Jane's. I don't even know those? what those are. No. Oh, is like bit of honey yellow. on this list? They're bit of honey. They're similarly packaged. Okay. But bit of honey's not on here. Bit of honey is a bit of crap. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Mary Jane. What is it though? Um, I don't know what the flavor is, but it it's not good. Tootsie Rolls on here. I'm not a big Tootsie Roll fan. I can see that. But the fact that they're, you know. Any sort of taffy. That they're made here in Chicago. Yeah. You know, I have root for them. Any sort of taffy. Anything that's going to, you got to like try and take a bite and then you got to sit there and let it dissolve a second before you try and move your jaw. (laughs) Anything like that is on my list. I had a taffy phase though. Did you? There was a, yeah, but I agree. It's disgusting. Good and plenty's on here. Oh, that makes sense. I was going to say, I I don't like Mike and Ike, but I think they fall in the same boat for me. Then they have like top 10. Wait a minute, what are your, can we can the, we get your bottom, what, what are your least favorite Halloween candies? What's your Mount Trash? What's your bottom four? My Mount Trash more? Um, I mean, I have to agree with so many that are right here in front of me. That's why I feel like it's I'm okay. tainted. You can still. But I don't like a Mounds yeah. or an Almond Joy, anything coconut off. Um, I do not like the candy corn. I get that. I get it. I Peanut totally butter kisses. get it. I'm almost trying to think of like some mainstream stuff I hate. It's me and Whoppers. Three Musketeers. I, mean, I used to, I used to really? like that too. I can't stand those. I don't even like saying Nugget. <laughs> I don't like the the. Um, is it the Clark Bar? Oh yeah, I don't know that I've ever had. A I don't Clark like bar. paydays. I feel like I should like paydays. I don't like paydays. It's too much peanut, really. Yeah, not enough candy in a payday. I don't like. Um, me. It's like an early granola bar. I, I do like the hundred hundred grands. I do. A lot, yeah. I'm a big hundred grand guy. But I would never buy one. No. No. Most of this stuff I would never like buy a candy bar. I saw what state it's a West Coast state is known. I mean, a kid would move here for this. They're known for giving out full size candy bars. That's the norm when you trick or treat. In one state? Yeah. Like the whole state is known for it? I told I told Josephine this, and she was like, I, I like she want to live there. Is it Northwest? I feel it's going to be something like a Montana where there's not a lot of people, or like a Wyoming. It's um no it's it's as far west as you can go. 
Oregon? It's a coastal. Yes, it is. Wow, those hippies. It's Oregon. They're giving out full-size candy bars. Really? Yeah, man. Is it because of all the pot? Why do you think they do that? Why do you think they're... I don't know. It's just maybe it's... I don't know if that's uh, how that tradition started. Interesting. They're, they're going all out. Remember six Maybe it's spread sucked. from Salem. Oh, yeah. Could that's be. a different Salem. They're apologizing. Oh, that's They true. probably try to adopt some of the... That's where... Uh, Hubie, Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween took Salem place. Salem Mass. One of my favorite Pat McGann jokes. That's a um, that's a great service to the town. Yeah. Shining a light on all that. <laughs> and then Hubie himself was treated as a like a witch. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nice little bullying story. Tied it all together. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and then I also have by state on here the top candies sold per state. Okay, let me think here. So I did pull a few states here. I got to pull the Texas... New York, Colorado. Texas is hot tamales. Alabama. Dude, hot tamales is on the list. Uh Uh-huh. I can see that. And it is not on Texas, but it's number two in New York. Wow. And it's really popular. It's one of the top ten. New York City. It's number five for top ten nationwide, hot tamales. Wow. I was shocked by that. That would probably be on one of my... uh, Bottom lists? Bottoms. Well, New York City is also where they make Pace Picante, so... Is it? You know, yeah, I remember those. New York City. Right. So, of course, they like bullshit like hot tamales and paste picante. Get a rope. Really? That's interesting. So, it's up there. Okay, so Texas is number one. Is it something normal? Is it a candy bar? Um, I could give you a hint. The Texas song, the, um, there's a, there's a hint in the, what's the, what's the song about Texas? Uh, all of my exes live in Texas. The stars at night. They shine bright. Deep in the heart of Texas? There's a hint there for star. Starburst? Starburst. Is there number one? Number one. Wow. Starburst is our number three in Illinois. Really? Starburst is up there. That goes in that waxy, taffy Yeah. I'll take. I'll handle a Starburst, though. It's not the yellows. You can keep the yellows. Those are the <laughs> ones I'd give to my parents now if they were like, can I have some of your candy? I'm like, sure, here's the lemon Starburst. Dude, candy corn's number one in Alabama. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Oh, boy. They slot them in there. New Mexico loves circus peanuts. They slot them in there. Well done. They have a lot of easy-to-chew easy, easy to stuff. Although candy corn's not that hard. It's pretty it's simple. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's just breaking apart sugar with your teeth. Alabama has candy corn, Starburst, and Skittles. <laughs> it's their big three. Have they not heard of chocolate? Skittles, would you believe, is the number one selling candy in America Halloween. Wow. What year did you pull this list? It's Mid-90s? No, this is ongoing. That's crazy. You want to take a shot at any of the others in the top five? You, we have Skittles, and Hot Tamales was number five. And Skittles? Then, so this is not like chocolate, right? This is like other candies. No, no, no. There's other, so there Starburst is? is actually number three because okay. we've been talking about Starburst. All right, so you don't like the yellow Starburst? They're not my favorite. I mean, I'll take yeah. them, but they're lemon. It's like, what are you, what are you doing here? Lemon and orange always get kind of yeah. tossed. When you get pink Starburst, though? They should make like an all pink Starburst. I would See, buy that really? if I saw it. Yeah. I don't like the, I like the red. You ever get crazy with your Starburst? You I don't Go with get like them. a tropical? <laughs> no, I don't no? really get them. I don't a lot, but back I, in the day I would. I used to like now and laters. I could see that. I'm not a fan. I like Starburst over now and laters any day of the week. I was an Airhead fan. Probably isn't going to shock you. Uh, but I was uh, was a fan of the Airheads, not just the Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler vehicle. I never bought those. I never had one. They're still around. They're in. Uh, they have a deal with Lunchables. Yeah, Airheads are. Oh, that's cool. Are in there? They get a sweet we contract. 
when I used to, I used to work at the, I used to work in an arcade when I was 16 and uh, I like worked in the prize room. Right. And, and we used to always hang out there too. Um, Did anyone ever try and take you home? How many tickets for him? <laughs> no. How many? No, that's where I met Walter Payton. Um, but, oh, nice. but remember that story? I told it earlier. I but do anyway, remember that. Um, so we used to go to this arcade. Airheads were like the cheapest ticket item left. So whenever you know you got whatever you wanted, and then you're like, all right, you got twelve tickets left. You're like oh, four mystery Airheads or whatever. You know, it was just like your balance. It was your pennies that you got back and changed from however many tickets you had. What were like the big take homes there? I mean, you could, in theory, they'd always buy, like, a couple of massive prizes that, you know, you thought you could win. I mean, there was, like, uh, there were, you know, huge stereo systems and things like that that but sat to get there that for, like, 15 w- years. Right. Yeah, no. Even to get that, you could never have. No, but you're 12. You're not doing the, you're not doing the math about how much your parents have to spend. Right. I would get baseball cards mostly when I was a kid. I would always just get candy. I never had enough. I, I could only have enough for, like, Chinese handcuffs. Yeah. And uh, like a bouncy ball, and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was like the kids' That's wheel what it of was. fortune showcase. <laughs> like, how many do I have left? Okay, I'll take uh, one bouncy ball and two Boston baked beans. Those people who work behind those counters, and God bless you for doing that, man. I don't know how you deal with that because everyone, ca- every kid changes their mind. Yeah, no one knows what they want. It's a very emotional time. Parents are pissed off. Kids are pissed Just off. Go. Come on already. It's just. Everyone's holding their jackets because it's hot in there now. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. And I was right on the verge of, like, we had to count them by hand, which was my favorite part of the job. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I'm a nerd. You know how much I love numbers. If you laid the tickets across the counter, like, from front to back, that was exactly 10. Oh, okay. So, with like <laughs> even designed the dimensions of the counter for it to go in rows of 10. So whenever it came to counting, it was like a lot of tickets. Like, let Jimmy add them. Like, I got this. Bring in the specialist. Three, three minutes later, old Harold Ramis over here is like, you have 412 points. Thanks, Egon. <laughs> then they got the scale, right? They just throw the pile on there. Yeah. I never believed that. I thought that was the biggest bullshit. Mm-hmm. They'd put those on there, and I'd be like, what do you mean? Count them. <laughs> Count them. What's this new system? Mm-hmm. You're weighing them out like this is. <laughs> and they would say how, you know, they'd swear by it. It was so accurate. Late 90s, we got the uh, we got the ticket counter machines where you had to, like, stand in line for 20 minutes to put your four tickets in there. Oh, yeah. And then get your airhead. You had to, I mean, they wouldn't they wouldn't count them manually at that point once you're, you know, once they have the machines. Like, nope, only way we take them. They probably had so much employee theft going on. No. Come on. <laughs> Not I mean, you. There wasn't a day I left without a pocket full of of candy. <laughs> like it was, yeah, minor. But yeah, you'd take a you you take your cut. Like all right, you got four hundred twelve points. I'm gonna take thirty of those. <laughs> <laughs> all right, other candies that are on the uh, the top ten here. It's, it's, I just referenced one. I don't know if it's on there, but Boston baked beans. Is there any chance they're on there? No. Really? Oh, for oh, we're on best now. Never we're mind. On, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> for worst, I was like, yes. Uh-huh. Throw that in there too, that, dude. That could be on that list for worst. Yeah. Boston baked beans would try and roll with like the lemon heads, Alexander yeah. the Grape, Cherry Chan. Like, no way. Cherry Chan. Get that out. Can't call that that anymore, can you? Oh yeah, they changed it, right? Did then they? they change it to like Cherry Clan? No, no. <laughs> That's, not not. That's not better. Cherry Berry or something. Okay. Lemonheads was number one in uh, in a state. Louisiana. It was. Shut up. Yes. That was a dumb guess. Get out of here. I have no idea where it came from. Top of mind. I've not seen any of this list. Top of mind. That must have. I just signaled it to you, dude. Something about it. Louisiana. 
because Jose was uh, looking at the map with me. She's like, look at this. Louisiana likes Lemonheads the best. I was like, I like Lemonheads. She was not a fan. Wow. I, I always like a lemon a lemon drop. Not, not this guy. It's a hard candy version of a lemon starburst. Yeah. All right, so the top ones. Um, sorry, we've got Skittles. The number one in Hot Illinois tomorrow. is oh. on here. Number one in, in Very Illinois. Very proud of this because this is one of my all-time favorites, dude. Reese's peanut butter cups? No, it's not a chocolate. It's the other, the other Reese's is uh, number two. Is it really for the country? Hell yeah, Reese's. it should be. Yep. I'm gonna it. go with number four being uh, Snickers. No, is it not a chocolate? Snickers is in the top ten. It's okay. Seven. Ah, is number four a chocolate? It is. There's too many categories here. Um, man, it's chocolate, but not Snickers or Reese's. Uh, M and M's. It is M and M's. Man, M and M's. Shadies. Those things. What do you think of when you think of M and M's? I think of the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. Those bags everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I think of uh, the commercials. They really have uh, advertised M and M's. It's like, do they have to keep throwing money at it? Like we know, we know they're there. We know M and M's. They always change it up too. Like, does that does like a, like I remember when tan came out, and I was like, all right, now I got to get the tan ones, even though they don't taste any different. Yeah. And then blue, I, they keep doing that. I mean, it must still work. <laughs> the kids just no matter what, you change the color of an M and M. They have to keep you top nuts. of mind. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I remember being a kid, and my grandmother would get whatever seasonal M&M there was for the holidays. Do you remember those? It's like they'd have, like, the Christmas M&Ms, which are a little bit minty. Oh, right. And then they'd have, like, the, the Easter M&Ms, which were probably the Christmas M&Ms that were left over. <laughs> but they'd have, like, different ones for the yes. different seasons. I love those. And the red M&M was, like, a thing back yeah. in the 50s or something. So when they came out with the seasonal and they were red and green, it was like, oh, boy, red M&Ms. Really? There was a thing with red M&M's. Red dye had like a poison in it. Ah. And I think at some point they pulled, was, isn't there a red M&M thing? There probably is. And there was, uh, I remember in, it, there was a scene in the movie, uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. Nicolas Cage, I think, tells her, don't eat the red ones. Really? Yeah, I think. I don't even know. I so, saw that movie once. Red M&M's came back in 1987. Yeah, so like when there was a thing that our parents, like the people older than us, they would understand that more than us. We didn't really grow up with it, but at, at one point, red M and M's were no bueno. So apparently, there was a um, there was a uh, particular red dye. You're right, and it wasn't the one that was in, you know, that the M and M's used, but it had uh, carcinogens in it. So they just to avoid confusion, like we're just gonna we're not using any red M and M's. They didn't want people not buying them, being oh, afraid got of that. You. you know what I mean? All right, good. But nothing, uh, yeah, a particular dye uh, had a suspected carcinogen in it. So they were, were placed with what color? Green. Orange. 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 It was, you know, they like the fall. It's close to red. It really is. So the number one in Illinois that I love is Sour Patch Kids. Really? Yeah. That's us. Also appears on the uh, top ten nationwide. Interesting. That's a very Illinois thing. Little, little contrary, little sour puss, little... It replaces Kit Kat. Last year, I think it was Kit Kat. Ah, that's a big one. Not a Kit Kat fan. No? I was as a kid. Yeah. I was as a kid, but now, not so much. I'll take them in a pinch, but I mean, I'm not going to not gonna go out searching <laughs> for right. a Kit Kat. How about a Kit Kat, Jim? Ah, all right. Only because it's a pinch. <laughs> Is this the only thing you have? <laughs> all right, I'll take it. Um, I like a Sour Patch Kid. Are you, uh, do you buy them often? Um, no, not anymore, but... Mm. I really don't buy any candy. Yeah. But if I see them in the house, 
I'll dive in on that. So what are the, if the kids have them? Like, give me one or two, but I can't have like a box of them anymore. I can understand that. What do the McGanns give out? Um, we'll give out probably like Snickers, Reese's, something in that family. Okay. Are you fun size? I like giving out suckers too. Yeah. Yeah. I like the uh, Tootsie Pops. Oh, I really okay. like those. It's like, hey, this is a sucker and gum. I used to really enjoy getting one. those, and then the uh, the wrapper, and you had to pull open the wrapper, and you want to find that sh- the bow and arrow shooting at the, and he's got a headdress, and he's shooting and all the of them? bow and arrow at a star, and that means it's good luck. Oh, really? Yeah, so not every that. Tootsie wrapper has it. It's like a repeating pattern. Okay. And some of them have the, the kid shooting the star with the bow oh. and arrow. I knew they had stuff That's what we them. always looked for. I didn't know that. And not every wrapper has it. No. So you keep digging. You like those, huh? I really Tootsie like those. Pops? Yeah. What were they? Like their colors were like orange, blue, and brown, right? Like those aren't flavors. Yeah, I used to love the red. No, they had cherry. Did they? Yeah. No, no, I don't like the brown ones. Yeah, I don't like the the chocolate ones. It is one of my favorite old timey commercials. How many the, licks? Uh, the, the Tootsie Pop Owl. Yeah. That's one of the best commercials of all time. It's a great commercial. Involves owls that talk math. Comedy, it's all up my alley. I saw a fact. How many licks does it truly take? How many? 252. I would have believed that. That's that's about the right number. They couldn't have put a three. They could have just make it 253 so you could still say it's not three. Because <laughs> isn't that the, the owl? He goes one, two, two three. 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 <laughs> three. He, he rolls it. Three. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Yeah, wow. I guess I didn't realize there were so many... Uh, Flavors of Tootsie Pops. I feel like I always got the brown ones and the orange ones, and I was like, I don't want these. And the blue. What was blue? Um, I'm not sure. Was it blueberry? Must have been. Blue raspberry. All right, Dude, that I'm seems better. I'm not a fan of certain flavors like watermelon. Oh, gosh, Sarah just got soap and shampoo for the kids. Watermelon? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Not a fan. Is it? Why re- do kids have to smell like Jolly Ranchers when they... <laughs> They had to smell like candy. Jolly Ranchers solid, by the way. Jolly Ranchers are good. Jolly Ranchers is on the list, too. Are they? Top 10? That is number 10. God, I'd never give those away for Halloween, though. Hershey Kisses is up there. Okay. Kit Kat is still on that 10. Not the PB. Snickers. And the candy corn's on the top 10 worst and best. And a boy. I don't know if I like that. Well, you're not from Alabama. (laughs) Alabama, it's illegal to dress up as a clergy member. Is it really? I don't know if it's enforced, but you can't dress up as a priest or a... None. I didn't know that. In Alabama. Huh. I, one year, I dressed up as a uh, as a cop. Um, did I ever tell you this story? No. Uh, I was... Uh, Were you pulling people over? No, but... So someone I know who was a police officer lent me their uniform and badge and all, like a spare uniform. Oh, so this is illegal. Completely. Impersonating. <laughs> And uh, I was up in Wisconsin, and uh, we're at a bar, and uh, we're having a good time. And all of a sudden, two cops walk in, and I just, like, turned and just, like, faced the bar and, like, didn't move and talk to anyone until they left. Were you out of your jurisdiction? I was way out of my—I was in the wrong state. I'm also not an officer, so, I mean, this was—like, it was, you know, it was, yeah, you can use this for this party you're going to. We didn't think the cops were just going to show up at this bar, you know? Right. I wasn't out doing anything, like, dumb with it, but the moment they walked in—and they stayed and, like, had a drink— and I'm just, like, hiding. I, like, don't want them to see the front of the uniform so they can see how good it is. <laughs> I'm going to start asking questions. Yeah, where'd you get this? Uh, I didn't want to have to tase them or anything. Did he give you a holster? No, he did not. 
No, so you you look like um like you weren't an armed police officer. No, I look like a real mall cop. I look like a real <laughs> Paul Blart. One of those security guards. I always feel uh-huh. bad. Remember when you see the security guard, they don't have a gun. Oh man. You know, I was like, dude. Come on. But they have like a, a thicker belt. <laughs> like navy pants. Don't worry about it. I got navy pants and a big belt. A lot of times they'd have like a loop, like they might have a stick, but they wouldn't have a gun. Yeah, no. I worked at traffic court for years in high school and college, and there were some cops that didn't have guns. Really? Yeah. Or were they just hidden really well? Do you remember when the kid was being was dressing up as a cop here? It was like the same kid, impersonated police officer like three different times. One one point he got a car. Oh, he went like, on. He got like a sign. He went into the station. Yeah, yeah. And got like a sign to a partner. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I was not doing that. <laughs> I was using it for a Halloween costume. No, I know. But can you Still imagine? A dumb idea. I mean, I'll never do anything that stupid again. But this was the Chicago yeah, Police Department. Yeah, yeah. This was in the last five, ten years, wasn't it? It was kind of right when I was starting comedy because I remember I had like a joke about it. it Did was you really? Probably like you know. 08, 09. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the joke? But it was like a two or three year ongoing thing. Something about him having like those shoes that you rolled on or something. Like those, remember those shoes that would have like the the back would be like a wheel? They still have them for kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those Heelys oh, or whatever. I hate those. <laughs> those wheelie shoes. My kids wanted those. Never. Never, huh? Be wheeling around on your shoes. I mean, it's a new era. You know, you already, Pat? You already fall down <laughs> All a the few time. times a day. It's just on the back half, right? I never had those as a kid. I never, we never had any of those, anything's that cool. The one thing I got was rollerblades, and it took me so long to lace them up, and it hurt oh, my right. feet so bad <laughs> that I like never used them again. My mom was so pissed. She's like, we spent $80 on those. It was like my whole Christmas. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> like, how about a bike? Right. I hate any gimmick in a shoe like um, the ones that light up. You didn't have those like, as a kid? No. <laughs> no. Were you always they didn't this even cool, an though? Even like at six, you were this cool of a guy? It wasn't even an option. Like, Mom, please. <laughs> no, we didn't have that. What am I, one of those husky kids? No I way. I probably would have wanted them they were around, but I'm saying, yes. like, you just, it's enough. Yeah, you didn't know it was there. Everything's got to be extra. You got to, your shoes have to light up. Yes, you're a child. <laughs> if anyone gets to be extra, it's them. What's the incentive to walk and, like, put shoes on? You should have to do that anyway, right? Look, you're talking to the wrong. You're talking. <laughs> you buy shoes because you like them. You buy some, something about them. You bought some pretty sweet Nikes over the years. Yeah, it's just their version is a light up. That's it. I, I, mean, I always wanted seven. the Reebok pumps. I never got those, but I did want those. There are still days I go on eBay and look up how much a pair of Michael Chang pumps is. Just check out D Brown pumping them up at the <laughs> dunk contest. Oh yeah, one of the best moments. I love being an adult now. With stuff that used to be very expensive as a child, it's now like three dollars. I'm like, I can just buy this if I want it. <laughs> you know how many Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards I have now? How many do three. you? Three. You should sell one here on the podcast. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You'll sign it. It'll be a <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. card signed by Jim Flanagan. Not going to happen. All right. Oh man, well we got to wrap it up, buddy. Yeah, we do, man. This has been a, a fun little uh, Halloween episode. Hope it's been a nice little trip down some memory lane for people and some trivia. We have a few uh, reviews we need to get to. One uh, one actual podcast review. A couple other people I've just heard from on uh, on Instagram. There's a guy named Steven who reached out to say that he had a very similar experience trying to figure out what cold gear was at Under Armour. Made me feel good. I'm not the only person who had to call a team over to have a conversation to figure out what you were doing. 
it's hard to navigate, but you almost have to go, like I said, because I've gotten stuff online, Under Armour, and it's like, that's not what I wanted. Agreed. It looks like what I have, but it's not. Not quite. And then uh, and then uh, Brenda uh, reached out via the gram and also just said, my 83-year-old mother and I watched Pat's special yesterday morning before I went to work. She works 11 to 11 in the ER. Thank you, Brenda. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, what set the tone for a great day, and mom loved it too. I'm digging the podcast too. Thanks for bringing the laughs and brightening this girl's day. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. Yeah, that's what we uh, remember. We've been, we've been focusing on trying to get more female listeners. I love it. Reviewing the demos. I love it. Boost it up. Demo. And then uh, this isn't going to help that at all, but BG left us a review. It said, Pat and Jim have the chemistry of two former teenage lovers. Not that there's anything wrong with that. They are <laughs> wickedly talented. Hot Dog Jefferson, Brian G. Love it. That's fantastic. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. We do have that energy. Four-year age difference make a big deal? Yeah, right? Four years. So happy I'm just a little bit ahead of you in life so I could teach you how to navigate all these all the pitfalls <laughs> headed my way. What do you got coming up? Not a lot, man. I mean, just some virtual stuff. Okay. Um, we did a virtual last night. Good times. Thanks, Christ everybody. The King. Over at Christ the King. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. It was a great time. And I know there were some listeners on there, so we appreciate them very much. A couple people uh, mentioned that at the beginning. They listened to the podcast, so thank you for that. Our pal Maggie DiPaolo, also fantastic, did a great job. Yeah, it was a fun show. Really fun so show. So I got a few more of those coming up, and um, that's about it, man. Just getting ready to, for trick-or-treating. I made a, uh, a plane for Joe. got her costume set, got to put some final touches on it, some yeah. straps. Uh, Luke's going to be a bloody, beat-up, scary hockey player. Nice. And he's all set. What's Al? Al's a skeleton. Oh, yeah. Told, told him he's got to lose some weight. Can I drop a couple? You got to thin out, bud. No, he's going to be a skeleton, and uh, yeah, it should be a good time. It'll probably be five degrees, and everyone will be in winter coats. Boy. Last year on Halloween, it snowed. It was significantly. awful. It was, I like went trick-or-treating with my brother and his wife and their kids, and it was like, I was like yeah, I really want to spend some time with the kids. But it was so cold, it was like, we're going to drive from block to block, and then let the kids out and run for six houses, and then bring them, and I was in the car behind them. Yeah. So I'm just like following them. I'm just like the the slowest creep. I'm just like <laughs> the car behind the kids Did watching them trick up? or treat. No. I just Did want to spend up? time with the kids, you know? Just want to go over there and bob for apples. <laughs> Have you ever bob for apples? Why is that a Halloween thing? Like one time at like a Cub Scout camp or something. Waterboarding. That's not yeah. a Halloween ritual. I, like you're, I remember we did it one time at a party, and it was like it did have a drowning feeling. It's, it's like I'm a, I'm good. I don't know if I'm gonna go back in there. Did you get one? No, get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's rough. It's awful, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of work. You got to fill a huge thing with with water, and just have a big giant pool in your house. Yeah, and the wind is getting an apple. It's Halloween. There's all kinds <laughs> of candy. And you're like a fruit? I'm okay. I gotta bring that back. There's we got a bob for apples. Bob for apple slices. We should make it make it easier on the kids. <laughs> Just slice it up. We should. If anyone knows how to make this, we should do a uh, a bob for apples competition. <laughs> That's good in COVID times, right? <laughs> Get your saliva in there. <laughs> do you remember like the uh, like you would like put your hand into a bowl of spaghetti and they were like, it's brains and all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. Remember that stuff? I remember doing that. Was the, little... I went to Chicago Public Library and they, <laughs> they blindfolded <laughs> and they blindfolded. They blindfolded Bobby 
Rafferty, we're going through the thing. Uh-huh. And he, you know, it's cheating. He's, you know, like, these are eyeballs. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, they feel like olives. <laughs> they feel like. And he was nailing every, <laughs> nailing every, every guess. Oh, what a jerk. That's oh, awesome. total. That's great. Ruining it but for we're, like, you. You're dying world. laughing. Yeah, oh, we were it. like two years too old for it. We were there like doing a paper, you know, that was probably due the next day. Uh-huh. And they put up this, uh, you know, it was probably geared for kids younger than us. And let's go over there, ruin that. We did. I remember we had one of those at, um, like, at the school gym. And it was kind of like in, like, a 90s sitcom where they make up the school gym to look like something else. Oh, but yeah. you still just know it's the school gym behind it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's oh, exactly sure. what it felt like. It was just like, you know, oh, you just put some hay on the bleachers. Is that exactly what we, now it's Halloween? Did you ever go to a good haunted house? Yeah, I've been to a few. Yeah. I, I like a haunted house here and again. Yeah. I've never done, and something I really want to do, and one of our friends, Andy Woodhull, uh, has a fantastic bit about it. I've never been to a corn maze, and I really want to do a corn maze. Oh, you should, man. I'd really like to do a corn maze at some time. I feel like I've done one of those. Yeah. Um, Like haunted houses, yeah. Haunted hate rides. Yeah. We're doing a drive-through haunted house tonight. Are you really? Yeah, we're going down, uh, we're going down, it's like Lincoln Park, I think. Oh, nice. Or Wicker Park. What's the uh, what's the move there? You just... I don't know. Sarah and uh, her sister set it up. We got an appointment. We got a reservation. That's I don't even badass. know how they do it, but we're uh, we're we're gonna check it out. I just uh, it's gonna be a monster mash. That it is. About forty eight hours ago, I uh, I interviewed somebody um, about hauntings in Chicago and uh, something that's come up on the podcast. I learned a lot about uh, Resurrection Mary. No, but that's a big one. But. The Eastland disaster. Oh, the that Eastland. That a- area, there's a ton of... A lot of hauntings there. Hauntings that have gone on from there. And like, yeah, some weird shit. No so, kidding. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to hear more about that. You should. So, I... Uh, but yeah, we're... I, Resurrection Mary is a great story. I don't I mean, know the whole story. a scary story. Well, people can look it up. It's like some... It was like, uh, I think a girl in Willowbrook Oof. coming home from a dance, I think. Uh, Got killed, maybe. And brutal. then she's... Uh, Popping up on the side of the road, flagging down cars. It's terrifying. There's a lot of uh, eyewitness accounts. Ooh. Yeah, I remember watching that in college. With uh, it was like an unsolved mystery story, or and I was watching with my buddy, my college roommate, Dave, the big twitchy. I used to always call him Big Twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be sitting next to him and scare him. Like, really? You know, just <laughs> sitting there and with him, and they go, ah! <laughs> and he, <laughs> like, so animated, like reaction. He just. I used to love scaring that dude. So you guys were different, though, because you guys right here growing up in this area, I mean, you literally just hung out at cemeteries. We had, like, where I grew up, there was, like, a haunted road. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a haunted Ovaltine factory. Do you know that? Uh, An Ovaltine factory? Josephine's, the the bar in Villa Park. Yeah. Um, and, like, the there's a big apartment complex behind it now. It used to be the Ovaltine factory. Really? And that was supposedly haunted. No kidding. Yeah, my brother and his friends got, like, in trouble for going in there one time. They got... Busted for uh, trespassing. That was the thing a lot of kids did around yeah. Halloween. You know, they'd break into the Ovaltine factory because it was closed, um, but it was supposedly haunted. And there was this road, Munger Road, uh, that, and actually they made a movie about it in 2011, like a terrible, you know, sci-fi flick called Munger Road, but about this road. I think it's in Bartlett that we used to always uh, travel down as kids, get all scared. And like turn your headlights off and drive through there. Yeah, like a bat hit the car one time and stuff. My brother told me. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I was in the back seat. I listened <laughs> to whatever. 
I was I was perfectly. I mean, I'm gullible as shit. If you no, heard, there were oh. those. We had like Bachelor's Grove and like some Forest Preserve. If you went out, you know, to, towards Palis or Orland, but here, yeah, we had the cemeteries, and we would go in there. Uh, we went in there with a Ouija board, really, and just trying to spook ourselves and get everyone freaked out. But you're acting like tough because everyone's there. Yeah, of course you are. I mean. We were into trying to get scared. Absolutely. Is that as big a thing now? Like, it was a real genre, all the horror movies. and I mean, ton of it. Especially, like, I grew up in the goth era. Yeah. So they weren't just saving it for Halloween. Like, this was was a year-round endeavor when I was in high school. This was, uh, absolutely, it was big time. Stranger Things is good. Very good. That's that's such a great timepiece, too, like the way it captures the 80s. I uh, I learned something about that today as well since this podcast started. Um, one of the big things that bothered people was that they had red M&Ms on Stranger Things. Oh, really? And it was during that time period. And they were like, oh, that's bullshit. There were no red M&Ms then. Well, I take back what I said. That show sucks. That's awful. Let's cancel Never it. watching that again. Canceled. We should start like a Southside haunting story, right? Because we're going to start somewhere. Like on All Hallows Eve, if you go up to the grave of the Catman <laughs> after 10 p.m., you can hear the cats. I think it's a great idea. KJ dude. from Elmhurst's bad review. I really feel bad we never got him, but we'll keep trying. To be honest with you, I'm scared of the guy, and I'm not gonna go knock on his door and see if he's gonna. And the last thing we want to do is bother the cat man. Right. Give him his privacy, especially this time of year. Oh my gosh, he's busy. You want to run across the cat man's path? <laughs> Under a ladder or something? You got anything you want to promo? Uh, this week I will be at the Improv, Tuesday through Thursday, opening for Tim Dillon. I believe they're sold out, so I'm probably just bragging. Um, nice, bud. I think I'm, uh, yeah. That's great. A couple of socially distant shows there. Enjoy and then, that, uh, dude. That's about it. Well, good, man. Um, we want to thank everybody for checking us out again. Hope everyone has a great Halloween week. Check that candy. (laughs) No razor blades in them apples. And uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. 54.